you feel the need to do something different in life, to change, to respond to a higher calling, and need stimulus for someone who understands you, well, my friend, you have come to the right place. There is someone I want to introduce you to. His name is Tony. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. The other day, after I gave a motivational speech in a company, a guy came up to me afterwards and asked me, he said, Tony, you were here to motivate us, but what do you do, I was just curious, to motivate yourself? How do you keep yourself motivated? And I was like, well, that's a good question. I was like, but before I tell you what I do to keep myself motivated, I first have to talk about what I think that triggers what I do to keep myself motivated. Let me explain. You know, in my book, uh, The Courage to Change, I talk about 18 different things and different ways that I have to, to keep myself motivated. And since I've written that, I have even more ways now. But one thing in particular that really, really motivates me in a, in a particular direction, because you can have different things that motivate you to do different things in different directions of your life. And one thing that really, really motivates me is when I see a scene and just think about it. Every day, this happens, right? If you're out in public and, you, and you're out in, to see a lot of people, this happens just about every day. Whenever I see a scene of an, <clears throat> an elderly person who needs assistance, of you know, walking, sitting down, getting up, eating, or whatever, and I force myself to, to observe that scene in a very non-discreet way, of course, I force myself to, to look at that scene because I say to myself and I constantly remind myself that that could be you one day, Tony, who needs assistance. And so, and since we don't know how we're going to age, um, how our bodies are going to uh, react to the aging process, we just don't know. I just want to make sure, or I would like that day, if that should happen to me, to come as far into the future as possible. I'd like, I don't, I'd like to push that date out as far as I possibly can. And the fact of the matter is, like I said, we can't control certain things. But one thing I've come to realize over the years is that we can influence things. We might not be able to control them 100%, but we can influence them. And so that's what now we move to what it is I do. So because of this thought that I have, I went to see a nutritionist some years ago and I learned how to eat more healthily. Um, I follow, I got a diet put together for me, for me and my personal needs. And I follow, I kid you not, I follow that diet every single day, at least parts of it. Now, do I sometimes deviate from that diet? Of course I do. Do I have a, an occasional hamburger from, and fries and a Coke from, uh, from Burger King? Yes, I do. I'm not going to lie. But, I would say uh, with really, really the utmost of honesty that 85, 90% of the time I follow my diet. And it's not a big deal. It's not a sacrifice because I eat the things that I like. I just, I just know how to eat them now. One of the things I learned from going to a nutritionist is it's not about what you eat. It's about the combination of the foods that you eat because our bodies need different things. You know, our bodies need a combination of carbohydrates, protein, and fats. You know what I mean? And you have to mix them up in, this, in a certain way to make sure that your body need, gets um, what it needs and, and also the nutrients that it needs and the vitamins that it needs and everything. But, you know, that was just one of the things that I learned 
And I follow that pretty, pretty rigorously. And then another thing that I do to, to help to push that date out as possible, uh, if it's going to happen to me, is I go to the gym three or four times a week because it's a priority for me. It's a priority. And when I get into situations where people are like, oh, we can do this or we can do that, I was like, I got, I got something to do first. We can see each other later. We'll talk later at dinner, after dinner. Well, what you got to do? I got, I'm busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm busy. I got something to, something to do. So that's just one of the things that, that keeps me motivated. You know, and I have a lot of other things to do too. If you follow me on YouTube or, you know, on, on my, if you stay on this podcast, we will most inevitably talk about some other things that I do to motivate myself. But um, another thing, here's another thing that motivates me, is to, to get stuff done and to get stuff done as quickly as possible. And because we don't know what our lives are going to be like in the, just even next week. We don't even know. I, had a, I did an exercise once. You know, I, one of the things that I did after I left um, the corporate world, there was something I always wanted to do. And I went to New York and I studied acting. I loved that. Man, it was so cool. It was something I was always curious about. And I never, I did some acting work. I actually did some short films. I, there were a couple were on TV. Um, I played a captain once. I played an author another time. Um, I did some commercials, I did some live events, hosted some live events. I presented an event in front of 20,000 people once. Um, you know, I did a lot of stuff, it was really, really fun. But one of the things that um, I did, I took an acting class once and I really, I remember, always remember this, and it was kind of a motivational acting class. This guy was, was about helping you to get off your butt, to really, really understand what it's gonna take to be an actor and that it's not easy. And it's not easy, not just the acting part, but the business of acting isn't easy. And you're going to have to really, really have a lot of stay power and perseverance to go through this. Anyway, he had us go through, among all the things that he had us do, he had us do an exercise once, and there was about 15 of us in the class, and he had us sit around, um, he, he had us set up the chairs in a horseshoe. And he said, who in this room believes that tomorrow could very well be their last day on this earth. And I had just come from a seminar where the, where the seminar leader had us go through this, this exercise where we actually, in our subconscious, prolonged our lives. That's what he said, anyway. And so I was thinking, well, I don't think that tomorrow's gonna be my last day, you know? I was, because I like to think positive and everything. And so anyway, everybody raised their hand. He said, who thinks that, uh, that you know, there's a 70% chance, a 60% chance, a 50% chance that today you're going to die or a 0% chance that you're going to die tomorrow? Anyway, so every, after everybody raised their hand, he had us positioned around this horseshoe, but starting from the people who believed that this was going to be their last day all the way around to the people who thought there was only a 1% chance that, that tomorrow was going to be their last day. And I was sitting on the, on the 1% side, right? And he said, so you're probably all, all wondering why I had you do this and why you're sitting where you're sitting. He said, the reason for that is, is because studies have shown that those people who believe that tomorrow could be their last day or that they don't have very much time, that doesn't necessarily have to be tomorrow, but that life could end abruptly. 
that they realize this, which is the truth, by the way, could. We don't, we, no, no one wants that to happen, but it could. And he said, those people who, who believe that and who think that way are the people who usually get the most done in life. And so that was like, wow, man. <laughs> Can I sit on the other side now? You know? <laughs> because I'm, I'm also, I believe, I, I always try to think positively, and I don't, I didn't think that, you know, that that could happen. I never even thought about that. I was like, no, I don't want that to happen. I don't want to think like that. But I'm also a person who gets stuff done. I'm doing a lot of stuff, you know. And now as I get older, I think even more and more about that because I want to get stuff done. There's, I want to leave a legacy. I want to make sure that, that people get the full benefit of what I have to offer. And I'm not saying that to, to say I'm like, I'm all that. I'm the man and everybody else is inferior to me. That's not what I'm saying. I just believe that I'm here on this earth for, for a reason. I believe I'm, I have a mission in life and I want to fulfill that mission. And I will not be happy if on the last day of my life and I know that I'm getting ready to leave and I haven't done the stuff that I want to get done, I'll be very, very upset and sad. You see what I'm saying? And so the reason that I tell you this is make sure that you, if, and, and, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back a step. If you need motivation, then stay with me, get it from somebody else, but get it. And make sure that you are getting the things done in your life that you wanna get done. Don't let yourself say, you know, I'll do it next year, I'll do it next, we don't know what next year is gonna be like. You don't know that, right? You don't know that. Stop telling yourself that. Get stuff done. Do it now. That's another thing that I learned in, in the acting class. I took an acting class with a woman named Wendy Ward on, on 7th Avenue in New York. And Ward Studio. Wendy was a tough cookie. She was a really good teacher, though. And she probably still is because I know she's still teaching. But I remember she always used to have us go through this exercise. And this exercise was because to be a good actor, you have to be able to, to cut out everything that's around you, block everything out and concentrate fully on what it is you're there in that scene to do. Because if you're not, the camera, if you're doing a film, the camera's going to pick up that you're not concentrated and it's not going to look real. That's what happens on soap operas and stuff, you know? There's people aren't, they're not in it and you can see it. They're acting. And she's, and sometimes she used to say, stop acting and, and start being, you know? Anyway, she would have us do an exercise in front of the class where you had to, to go and sit in front of the class and do something, you know, you had to bring in an activity that you had to do where you were going to be fully concentrated on that activity. And you had to sit there and do that activity for like 15 minutes and all the while, you know, maybe it was silent in the room and everybody else in the class was just watching you. And what she wanted to see was, is if you were really and truly and 100% concentrated on what it is you were there to do. And then after about 10 minutes, when she felt like you were really in it and really doing what you were supposed to be doing and really concentrated, then she would send another um, classmate into your scene to distract you. She would send them into your scene. And that person would start talking to you. 
And so you were thinking, okay, well, I'm in acting class, so I have to respond. So then you would start talking to them. And what happened was a lot of times the people who were supposed to be concentrating, they would start getting distracted by this person and, and, and forgetting about what they were there to do. And when she saw that happening, she would be like, get it done. You could hear her voice and she would get so pissed off. She would like, get it done. And then you'd have to go back and, and, and really concentrate. Don't, don't let them distract. You can talk if you want to, but don't let them distract you from what you're supposed to be doing. And that's what you had to do. And so when you have that clarity, and that's a, a concept that I took with me in life as well. When you have that clarity about what you know you're supposed to be doing, you know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what, what you, the, the goals that you have. You know the things that you, that you need to get done. And don't let anything distract you. Today it's very difficult because there's all this social media bullshit. And I'm here talking about on a, on a podcast right now. And I'm trying to do something that's really going to be beneficial for people. But how many times do people spend or how much time do people spend every day looking at um, Facebook stories and Instagram stories and minding other people's business? I love that saying, mind your own business, not other people's business. What do you care about their stories? You know what I mean? And then you or you you go look at one story and then you see somebody else's story. So you go look at their story, too. You know, it's just wasting time. You know, another thing that wastes time, too. Is I heard this this um, statistic. I don't. I haven't verified it, but I heard it, and and it's probably true. There's or at least there's. I believe there's a lot of truth to it. They said that Americans, most Americans, spend four hours a day watching television. Four hours, and some of those people are the same people that said, "Well, I don't have time." You don't have what? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? You don't. What do you mean you don't have time? You got time to watch your shows though, don't you? You got time to watch Netflix though, don't you? You know what I mean? Because four hours a day, four times seven is 28. That's a day a week. That's four days a month that you're watching television and you don't have time? Are you serious? And then we always justify. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired after work. I need to sit down and relax. I'm not saying that you don't need to have to sit down and relax, but do you need four hours a day? Just think if you could, if you just used one hour a day, one, to work on something of yours, to think about what the next steps in your life are going to be, to, to, to think about how you're going to make your life more fulfilling, more rewarding, be happier. Just think of what you could do with seven or eight hours a week. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes we justify and rationalize it. Well, I don't have time. I don't, don't let yourself tell yourself that. Don't tell yourself that, all right? So I just want to kind of end this up because I started this talking about what motivates me because that was the question that was asked me. And I think about all this stuff. I have this baggage of stuff that motivates me. And one of the things that we're going to talk about in one of the next podcasts is about inspiration boards. I love inspiration boards because I want, I want to be inspired every day to make sure that I'm motivated to do the stuff that I know that I need and I want to get done. And, and just to close on the subject of motivation, I remember numerous times when working with companies and I talked to the, to, the, to the employees individually, not all of them, but some of them, and some people tell me, they will, they will tell me right out, my boss isn't, I'm not really happy here because my boss isn't motiva- motivating me. And I'm like, and so? 
You're gonna, you put all that responsibility on your boss to motivate you? How do you motivate yourself? How are you going to keep yourself motivated? You see what I'm saying? Don't put all that responsibility on that person. Think about how you're going to motivate yourself. And, they said, and some people said, well, yeah, but I'm not motivated here at work. Well, then what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You're going to stay here and not be motivated? Have you done everything that you can do to motivate yourself? Are you just going to stay here and not be motivated and not, not at least investigate the possibility of going somewhere else or doing something else in the rest of your life? Or are you just going to stay here and stick it out? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. Not to me, it doesn't. And so if you're, listening, you're sitting here listening to me, maybe it doesn't make sense to you either. So anyway, I'm going to close this out. Close this out. Stay with me because I got a lot more stuff to say.